This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome along to the Wise Men's Day podcast, the first one of the new year in what is a bit of a, a bonus episode that we weren't going to do. I'll be honest, we were going to have another week off from Wise Men's Day duty, but then Craig and I, who's, who's with us tonight, had a discussion after the game and said, we don't know when we're going to win again, frankly, <laughs> if you want to put it as bluntly as that. So let's get on and enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy it while it lasts, exactly. Rory, Rory followers here as well from the Wise Men's Day team. First impressions of the games, lads. Um, as good as it is to get a win, do we just acknowledge how, how bad Aston Villa are as a side first? Because it's kind of... I feel a bit guilty for laughing at them, but it happens to us that often. That, then on the other hand, you think, well, why not? Just enjoy it when someone's worse than you are. Yeah, <laughs> and end up empathising with them almost. Yeah, you do Being a little there bit. so many times yourself. Hmm. You kind of owed them one as well. Remember that cat yeah. moment a few years ago, edge of the box. And they've given uh, us a couple of good hidings in recent years as well. Have I? I? Yeah. Yeah. It gave me more. I know you're saying you empathise, yeah, but it gave, it gave me more <laughs> satisfaction, like a perverse kind of joy. No, that, that's what I'm saying. That's uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Although I think a day after reflecting, probably I, I was with Craig a little bit as well. Where you're looking because they they were the better team till we scored. I thought um, without really sort of penetrating us or, or really putting us in danger. I know uh, Veratoot got through in early, didn't he? Which was a, a save you'd expect Minoni to make, I think. But, stop, it was, but it was still a decent yeah. stop. Yeah, still worth acknowledging. Well, he was impressive apart from yeah, his kick. he was. Um, so it's still worth acknowledging that. And then of course we we go and score massive deflection, which almost never happens to us, but often happens against us. Total and, thing that happens against you when you're like obviously we're at the bottom as well, but when you're really really down there, like. If you're a Villa supporter, you must have just thought, "Aye, <laughs> typically." And again, like we've mm. been there so many times. Like, but you think back to when when maybe we weren't so far down, but like Old Trafford and that and on Ferdinand own yeah. goal, and it's it does feel like it always happens to you, doesn't it? And it is <laughs> nice when it doesn't. That, that perverse it. joy again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when the tables turn. Yeah. Well, we'll hear from uh, Big Sam on the game. Our first half performance wasn't. Wasn't that good and wasn't that great? We know that, but it, it wasn't about performance today. It was about result. But we did get a lot better in the second half, and, and, and even though we got the got the goal against us, which was a blow blow at the time, um, we we didn't uh, lose our nerve. Neither did the fans. The fans stayed with us, and uh, that helped us uh, to overcome that period. Uh, and of course, you need your goal scorers. At times when it's most important, and today Jermaine Defoe became the most important man on the field in the end by scoring the, the second goal and and then scoring the winner. Um, I nearly had an hat trick, but for a little bit of an offside. So when you get it right at both ends, it's what it's all about now. Between now and the end of the season, nice and solid at the back, and your front men taking chances when they come your way, uh, that will you know take us a long way to picking up more points. We haven't managed to do that at both ends that well recently. Today we did it okay. 
makes it sound so simplistic. Keep it tight to the bag and take your chances when you get the goals. But that's that's the the bottom line is that he's saying we make far too many mistakes and it's back to um, defending well again. Uh, so we'll start with Wes Brown and John O'Shea. Um, it's almost in hindsight being Captain Hindsight again. Um, strange that if Wes Brown can and can get through games because he's played two decent games in a row now. That because of the co- natural cohesion him and O'Shea have, that Allardyce hasn't explored this factor before. They must have really thought he, he couldn't do it. They must have thought, like, he's not going to last 90 minutes. Or, perhaps, he took a look at him in that Everton game and he was so bad, mm. he thought, I'll do anything I can not to play him. Uh, I know what you mean, though. He's not really any worse than Quattes, is he? And I mean, because we, we we often, I mean, when we go on the the end of the light shows, often, um, in fact, it was the, the last Wiseman say we did, you know, and we looked at the net spend on the mm. uh, under Congans watching and stuff, and we looked at the starting eleven on that side, and O'Shea and Brown were playing mm. as they did when Bruce was still here. Yeah. So everybody knows that partnership works. You don't want to rely on it, and again, it just sums up recruitment, doesn't it? That you're having to go back to that, you're having to go back to square one and rely on these guys who are. We were veterans, shall we say. I say that through great teeth because you know, I've just had my 35th <laughs> birthday as well. So in my age bracket, I am now like a veteran. I think he did well. Obviously, he did play well. But it's again going back to how bad Villa were. He's not going to get away with it every week, is he? It, it might be worth exploring them in a back three again with John O'Shea instead of someone like Billy Jones, who's right back next to him. But... It still should be something that's only used if we're desperate, really. Do we see three of the backs coming back? Because he had the perfect opportunity to do it the weekend with Quattes, Brown, and O'Shea. Was Quattes fit enough to start or not? That's a question, mm, I suppose. Yeah. That's an interesting one because I still feel that the best chance we've got of winning games is Fletcher and Defoe's a front two. But now that we've reached January, he's got an opportunity to change the squad a little bit, and you think, well. Maybe he's going to try and shape it a little bit more how he likes it, so probably more like four two three one four three three, whatever you want to call it. In which case, obviously he, he likes the four. Who doesn't? He's a good footballer and he scores goals. But where does that leave him? Is he? Surely you would think if he if he wants to set up like that, he's going to have someone in mind to come in and play that central striker role. Someone we'll be looking for for a few years, to be honest. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. And you think, well. The only way he's going to really be able to play the four consistently is in the two. Mm. And at the moment... Although he did come out at the end of the game, of course, and, and sort of bat away suggestions that he couldn't play up front by himself, didn't he? He said, well, he's just done it today. Although well, I think it did make a difference when Danny Graham came on. Well, I, th- and I don't think he did a bad job of it in a way because it's like it doesn't necessarily need to stick up there if he's just going to latch on to the one or two that get through and score. But you're not going to get away with that against teams that mm. don't have, like, the Chuckle Brothers at the back, so... <laughs> I, think I don't know, I don't know. Defoe's first goal, I know, Les got a lot of criticism for it. As a defender, I think he's a little bit unlucky there. He, he, he stands him off probably sufficiently... It's not Richards, isn't it? Uh, no, it's it was, was, it was Les Lescott, I can't yeah, remember. Because he stands him off sufficiently, yes, yeah. it isn't great. And, it's a goalkeeper, it's the blame. Yeah, yeah exactly. From Les Scott's point of view, he's closing down an angle where the only way Defoe can score is in that in post, which as a defender, that you can't really do more. I thought criticism... Over him was a little bit harsh, but that's what Defoe's going to get you. For me, at the minute, mm. with the players we've got, he's got to play every game, whether yeah, it be a front two that, like. or a front yeah. one. Same, same. He's only going to benefit with two up front as well, isn't he? And I think the best time we've we've looked our best as a whole side has been with that three at the back and the two up front. And obviously, Gareth's a massive. <laughs> 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 He'll be just banging his iPhone <laughs> now. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's the best we've looked. We should be trying to get back to it, I think, as soon as possible. That's interesting. But is it I'm, just I'm, not sure, I'm not sure he's in a hurry to do it again. I, I think it's an, it was an interim thing to get us to this point. Yeah. And then when he got to January, he could have a look. And he's obviously got stuff lined up. And I don't think he's going to want to make signings to play a system that he won't want to use next season. I mean, maybe unless he, he thinks it's the way he wants to go permanently, I think he's going to want to move towards what he's used to and what he likes which I would suggest would be that four, two holding players, someone behind a forward and then like wingers. So say he goes out now then and, and, and look and gets his centre-forward who's probably more accustomed to playing the, the lone striker role, um, which could sideline Jermaine Defoe a little bit. Rumours circulating again that Bournemouth are interested. Mm. He's not going to sell him a Bournemouth, is he, surely? No, I wouldn't have you're thought si- so. You're, you're kind of halfway to signing your own death warrant doing that, aren't you? You're selling a goal summer. scorer to a yeah, relegation yeah. rival. If you're going to do that, you wait till the summer. Um, and you reshape your squad then. Yeah. You look at those stats with Defoe as well about what is it, he scored in less starts, more goals than De Bruyne, mm. Benteke, Coutinho. Like, even if you are going to like maybe sideline him again, why get rid of that? Why get rid of that option? Op- yeah, minute, exactly. Yeah. Why get rid of that yeah. option? They sneak up on you as goals, don't they? Because mm. it's the one where you still think of his career, how prolific he's been for the side. Yeah, I think when you look back when he's retired from football and moved on from yeah. Sunderland there's quite a few goals after the goal rail still in a red and white shirt if you look at his goals here as well the vast majority of them are like Very really ones, really yeah. important goals oh, obviously yeah, Newcastle um, obviously <clears> the two at the weekend but even like away to Swansea last season where we go and get a point mm. there away to Everton as well doesn't really get the, the well apart from Leicester I suppose first game of the season doesn't really get like the consolation goals mm. oh, that's a good point I suppose now if it does feel like every goal is important to watch that's <laughs> what it seemed like gold dust, but like you're right. And and another thing that I think he looks sometimes if you you look back and you will say his goals per game ratio is this, but it's all it's been a, a criticism if it is one of them throughout his career that they do come in bunches. So he'll score two in a game like that, and he has gone through a spell where he's missed good chances, but because you know he's going to deliver the goods yeah. at some point, it's forgivable. Whereas someone like Danny Graham who manages to not even get the ball. <laughs> At the goal, <laughs> I mean, what was that all about? We, 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 I think Danny Graham's in, the introduction of Danny Graham helped in a sense there to freed up Jermaine Defoe with the runs he, were, he was making and stuff. And I think we've always mm. said he makes decent runs off a of ball, Graham. Oh, but, he's a but, hard work. But getting in a goal scoring chances uh, positions like he did and squandering a couple, Jeremy and Lentz must have been sitting on the bench. Bashing his head yeah. off yeah. off the chair in front of him, saying, "Come on," he because if he, he gets a no, didn't he? Yeah, rather than. And he I don't even. Like but did, did it even? Did it even come? It didn't look to me like his game was all about hold up when it come on. Really, he was kind of like playing around the four Works and trying to pull yeah. away. I'm not. I'm not he pulls away. No, yeah, he's not a good enough player. Mm. He's not good enough. He just. He just isn't. But like, you can see what he brings. And obviously, Jeremy Lenz is a much more talented, technical footballer. But at the same time, you can't get away with just. Doing it when you fancy it. Like, no, yeah, it's I got to be off that. the ball. But all a the substitute time, the last it? 10 minutes, so you're going to get a little I, bit more, aren't true. you? True. I think. Yeah. Oh, I was surprised. I thought we, we might have seen him. Interestingly, uh, um, another substitute, Tyven, any, any opinions on his? Because I'll be honest, it's almost like the, the, between him and Graham, they've become joke figures a little bit. And there were, there were a few people who sort of maybe harshly laughing around me as the two of them were sort of like bustling away. Um, probably the, the the fact we were leading at the time, giving them a little bit of a mm. safety cushion, to like joke about it. Because if we were chasing the game against a, a better side, then you wouldn't be totally inspired by those substitutions. But I don't think he was. 
he kind of done okay at Toyburn, didn't he? He set a goal up, mm. yeah, with a foul throw all day, but, you know. Was it a foul throw, was it? Look, well, it, was, dodgy, it, was, yeah. it was on the fringes of being not correct. Mm. <laughs> but he does see, it seems like he likes Toyburn, doesn't he? He's... He likes physical midfielders, yeah, doesn't he? Like, he seems to crowbar him into the side. Like, remember it's the weird like. at Arsenal when he like, what was it? Was it him and Watmore who were pretty much like, um, or him and Mvia? Yeah, sorry, yeah, he was in the central midfield. Yeah, it was weird. But he actually did really well. Yeah, well like, yeah, yeah. Um, the problem with him is he's not done it consistently, no, has he? Not at all. He's a bit slow on the ball as yeah. well. Obviously, apart from on Saturday where he yeah. makes it all. But it's interesting that because he's going to look and he doesn't have a lot of options there while at days. And um, no. the performance of Adam Johnson has sort of split opinion. Um, hmm. Allardyce has come out after the game praising him. If I'm honest, I didn't think he was very good. I thought he was pretty bad. Like. Mm. I thought I thought he got better as the game went on, which is very unusual for him because I think yeah. he, t- he tends usually to flags. He, yeah, he, he, even he, the ball to the fourth for the second, I wasn't sure. People say yeah, nobody he got just, an assist. He kind well, of just put yeah. that forward, didn't he? I thought, I thought it was a bit, it was a bit aimless. A lot of work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought great, it was a bit of an aimless, a bit of an aimless really. putting forward myself personally. It wasn't. Look, you know, people like to count these things now. Assist. It's a mm-hmm. very American thing, yes. and and that will go down as an assist. But the real work was Jermaine Defoe. It's not like a David Silva assist where he's he's beaten three men and then like pulled it back when he should shoot. Like I mean, even the Tyvenen one. Look, I mean, it was far too easy for Tyvenen, but he's put that on a plate for Defoe. Defoe Mm. is literally with the ability he's got in front of Mm -hmm. goal, just got to put his foot inside of his foot into it and it's a goal. With the Johnson one, it just happened. He was the last person who touched the ball. Anyone really could have made that pass. It wasn't like, like you say, it wasn't some David Silva like weighted ball. It Mm. was. It was just hit. Into him, it played play a mid played a midfield three. Uh, a lot of people have been asking for Johnson to play there for a while. Um, ironically, probably down to Sam Allardyce last season when he moved uh, Stu Downing inside for West mm-hmm. Ham, and a lot of people were using that as a benchmark, mm-hmm. weren't they, to say, well, actually, I think Adam Johnson can go and do that. He doesn't seem like he's got the speed uh, anymore to, to be a winger. I don't, but did um, he ever? <laughs> but he's lost not. that yard. Of yeah, that exactly, anyway. exactly. Yeah. So if he's going to play, it is going to be in a central role still. Um, Known Allardyce and the kind of players he want he wants would be surprised to to see him still around because you Allardyce like, we, we see him around we'll, as well. Well, possibly, yeah, we would do that if if, if that comes. Um, mm. But um, you're talking about big sort of drive and powerhouse midfielders and stuff now. And V and Catamol kind of would be in that category. Mm. Oh, I guess it would depend if he won three of those kinds or whether he would always want somebody with a bit creativity as well because of who we've got available at the moment. In the attack on third, Johnson would would still be that person you think would have that key pass in him. Be interesting to see if he fancies Larson again when he's fit, and if he does go for three pressing, or if he wants. Because if you want a creative player in there, it's a better option. Like with what we've got at the minute, it's a better option than Gomez. It's probably a better option than Toivonen, and he's pr- he probably is going to perform. He's going to be a bit more inconsistent if he's in the middle because he's seeing the ball more. Much mm. more than he usually does, and even though that what like like we're saying, it's, it's a bit of a hopeful ball for the Defoe's first goal. Mm. At least he's trying that, and he, he never hid in the game as well. He was always looking for the ball, and he was always at least trying to make something. That was something Allardyce said at, at the end. He, he makes himself available. He does find good positions yeah, centrally as well in a yeah. way that Toivonen perhaps doesn't. Yeah. Say if it was a straight call between the two, mm. Toivonen too often finds himself hiding behind players. I'm not saying it's intentional. He just doesn't seem to pick up space very well, whereas Johnson, 
you know, if the ball could be played to him a bit quicker, or if, sometimes if his first touch was a bit better and he, or he didn't take 15 touches when one would do, <laughs> uh, then he would. But that's just the story of Sunderland, isn't it? Mm-hmm. We're, we're a player who can do one thing but can't do the other. Right. And that, that's the whole team, virtually, apart from maybe Jan and Villa, who can sort of do everything in the role he's asked. And I thought Catamull was excellent as well, by the yeah. way. Yeah, second half. Yeah, he was quiet first, but like mm. you've got to bear in mind what he's usually like when he comes back from injuries. Yeah, yeah. And in the second half, he, he bossed it like he really did. Yeah, he, he proved Cause there, that. There were a couple of times in the first half you could give the ball away, and there was once, and you thought if that was a better team than Villa, we we, we could have been punished. There. Yeah, quite similar to like how he did against Villa, like when yeah, the game yeah, we were on about point. before. But like you're saying, uh, people not hiding. He's, he's another one again. He just put his hands straight up and and got on with it. Probably that Villa mistake actually learned loads from that, didn't he? Because yeah. that was when at the time when Poyer brought Bridcut in as well, and we thought right. we could, you know, cut him on nearly with a stalk, didn't he? And oh, yeah. that could have been the end. <laughs> could have been the end of our league. But he went to stalk now. Imagine, imagine <laughs> that, Can you just like sit back now and reflect for a minute what life at Sunderland would be like without Lee Catamon? Well, I, I think it, it doesn't be bear thinking life about life in a championship, probably, wouldn't it? Yes, it would be. He is the heartbeat of the team, isn't he? He, he showed that. He even right. showed it in the Liverpool game, like when he's screaming at the ball boy. Don't yeah. He? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just a hopeful throw-in. Like we gain mm. so much more of them in the team. Like, well, it's funny in it because everyone—well, not everyone—but a lot of people like to say it's the same old players and we're in the same old position. My argument would be the ones who are going to dig us out of this mess are John O'Shea, Lee Catamore, yeah. Sebastian Larson, yeah. to an extent Fletcher. I mean, he's not prolific in that, but he's playing well this season, and certainly if he's paired with Jermaine Defoe. He looks a better player in, mm-hmm. a, in a two, and and it's going to be players like them who keep us up. And it's the ones that we buy that we spent that forty odd million down. quid on yeah. since. Yeah, like some of the we went to it the other week, didn't we? <laughs> but like someone like I'd love Rodwell to succeed, but the more you watch him, the more you think it's not going to happen. If it's not an injury, it's another disappointing performance. And then you know people like Lens, do we have the time? To, to really let him become the player that he might become. He's 28. What mm. point is he going to do it anyway when he's 30? Like Toivonen, he's a lone player, but, you know, what, Quattes? None of these players have come in and improved it, have they? No. You know? Lenz is feeling like a kind of a raggy version of Jack Arini now, like, isn't he? Like, <laughs> like a, a big, really, yeah, like really big, <laughs> big pedigree, a lot of, like, potential and hype around him, but just not... It's, not being shown at the minute, is it? Do you think it's interesting what Allardyce said then, just to shift the conversation a little bit? He praised the fans, didn't he? He made a point of praising the fans after the game, for sticking with the players after mm. a goal down. Mm. I don't know what you thought, but I thought that was because everybody I spoke to before the game thought we were going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> so if anything, they were a little bit more understandable because when some fans normally get stressed, it's when they think they're going to win a game, they start getting a little <laughs> bit complacent and then we shoot ourselves in the foot or do whatever it is we do best by conceding a ridiculous goal or whatever. And I thought it helped in a little bit. I thought Maybe, that, yeah. that the fans sort of like seemed to take it on board how big the game was, and that that sort of did it transfer to the pitch, didn't it? Because the, even when Villa equalised, I, I still I don't know about yours. I thought there was another goal in for us after that. Yeah. No, I thought we'd lose. Did you? <laughs> well, <laughs> it just would be typical of us, wouldn't it? You know, it would we draw. Be. We draw. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Which will be useless. Aston Villa's goal, to be honest, at the time, I was quite angry with our defender. It was only when I watched it back on the telly. I thought, yeah, actually, just you know, ball, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Because yeah. it, it was interesting that... Um, I think that's where, where, when um, Terraria made the break down the right, and I thought, you, you've got to take him out there, you've got to take him mm. out there. Uh, again, on reflection, like as one of my mates at the other side of us was saying, don't foul him, don't foul him. So, like, contrasting sort of advice getting mm. shouted from the stands, which just sums up the football fan, to be honest. <laughs> but that's because, out, well, because it's two where there was Barini and Brown as yeah. well. There was three of them. And, well, and then Villa try to take him yeah. down. And of course, and, the, and the other two. Failed. And of course, the other two were on, were on yellow cards, yeah. as you say. So, and again. Brown as well, you know, we, we perhaps would have seen him in recent times take him out and, and take the second yellow card mm. for that, wouldn't we? That would have been typical. Sensible of a man, isn't it? <laughs> maybe a bit later in the game he would have, like, and he'd have taken us, but... Like, you know when, you, when you're watching the game and you have those thoughts that you don't want to say out loud because you, like... <laughs> it's a, a Sunderland supporter thing to say, like, you don't want to tempt fate, but... Even at one 0 I was like, Villa have got nout here, like, especially in the second half, like... Well, this is a thing, um... And why I think the players have got to be be praised as stupid as it sounds because as bad as Villa are this season and stuff that the fact that we did score three goals especially the the second one from the Fox stick had like the hand of the yeah. third one it was on a plane. yeah um and the first one was quite lucky but especially the force because I've watched Villa I watched Villa at Newcastle this season they aren't like sort of Derby bad or Sunderland fifteen points bad they're just toothless. They're, they're they quite are, good at keeping the ball in the middle. They've got some tidy players there, but essentially they're all similar kind of players to each other. And then like Sunderland, forwards, just... and to an extent like Newcastle, but just worse. There's like levels of crapness with these teams, yeah. isn't it? And, 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 and I like him a striker. Uh, and we were yeah. looking at that Ayew wasn't fit as well because I, I think yeah, he's, he's a good player, player isn't he? Mm. But like you know, Gested isn't like simple as that. And like they were all singing Lebo Kozak's name, and I'm trying to like work out what's what's all exactly. about. Yeah. But apparently, obviously, it's some like big joke, like kind of like us singing throughout the door, or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like that just shows you the pickle there, and doesn't it really like as cliched as it is as well? There's no like big like we're we're saying like or oh, John O'Shea could drag us out of it, Lee Catamore could drag us out of it. They've got no like big characters like that on their side, like leaders. We, we, experience. we, we said, didn't we, when when they had, when they. Had, uh, give Remy Gard the job that we, we had a feeling they were sailing on fate there yeah. because you, you, not just the players but a manager as well I mean if you, you're in a position like us and like Villa who are you going to go for you're going to go for Allardyce exactly. over Gard aren't you but even though like ironically Gard might essentially be be a better manager long term mm. than Allardyce he might be more forward thinking and stuff but it wasn't the right time but to contextualise it when you're on a side who near the bottom you need to dig out points to stay, to stay up you go for somebody like Allardyce, and I think we were we were fortunate. Mm. I think with the, with the timing of the Advil Cup thing, because it was only yeah. about a week or two apart, wasn't it? Pretty much, I think. Yeah, a lot of factors going. Well, on. I think it's interesting you say that as well, because I look at if you look at the other teams around us in terms of that kind of leadership, that spine, and you look at Newcastle and you think they've got some all right players, but they've got a bit of a, a, an imbalance in the side, massive imbalance. Yeah, in the side. and then there's I think there's a massive lack of character and leaders there. If Colacini's your captain, you've got problems. 
Krul's probably the biggest one, isn't he? And he's out for the whole season. So, like, I think Rob Elliott's been better than Krul in terms of leader, yeah. leadership, oh, and sort okay. of like you know we know from from experience, Callback's not really a leader, um, and, and I don't see a lot of leaders in that squad. I certainly no. don't see any leaders in the in the Villa squad. Probably Mika Richards and Lescott are the closest. But we were talking about this on the way over, and I think the problem they've got with those two defenders maybe fine if they're alongside someone like John mm. O'Shea, but together. It's a bit like Collins and Nosworthy getting put together, <laughs> or Quetters and and Kabul. They just, just didn't work. I just think Michael Richards has always been a good right back person. Yeah, exactly. With, what with, we were saying without way, yeah. particularly being a centre half, I wouldn't be. That wouldn't be a, a, a signing that would inspire me if I thought he was going to come and play and centre and centre half. Yeah. It's like playing John O'Shea full back. I think. Um, <laughs> have a listen to what Allardyce says here. This is interesting. A few of our lads wanted to get in the Chrysler for unit today before they came because they felt it would help. We've had it with us for. Uh, for most of the, the Christmas period and and I was very, very, very pleased about that when, when they said it, it might make them feel that bit better today, might give them that little bit more energy and uh, a lot of lads wanted to do that today which really pleased me so um, we're trying in all areas to give them the tools to, to get out of trouble. That's the way of getting Sam Allardyce's good books right here, isn't it? You know he likes a bit of science and he toys with a bit, <laughs> a bit of science, so you just uh, you just put yourself forward, I want to do that, boss, I want to do that. Uh-huh. You're going to be all right. But that's interesting, though, isn't it? That the, it seems like the players are responding and they're looking for something. As minimalistic as that sounds, I think it's, it's important to know. The players they saw the, the, how important this game was and they're trying to give themselves an extra 5%, 10% or whatever. I was um, listening to somebody earlier talk about the Sunderland game and uh, you know we, we aren't massive fans of stats and stuff like that but they were saying that they'd worked out that every Sunderland player ran like half a mile more than every Aston Villa player and that was kind of while I liked about the result because it was clearly lacking in quality mm. it's bottom against second bottom of course it's going to be lacking in quality but the fact of the matter is that so often this season you've, you've looked at the side and thought you know do they actually want it and the fact that they wanted it more than Aston Villa has got to mean something hasn't it as a fan Definitely. Um, but again, it all comes through what we are saying before. Big characters, the leadership in there. And Allardyce gets that hard time, doesn't he, for like being like this, which I think is kind of down to like his demeanour, his appearance, but he's not a dinosaur. He's, he's willing to be innovative. No, and on that, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we, we mentioned um, the first half in particular we were very wasteful. There were a lot of like long balls going forward. And now and the natural reaction from a fan in the stand, isn't it, to, is to think that's because of Allardyce. And, yeah. and yet he came out after the game and said, we can play Jermaine the forefront by himself, but we need to start going through midfield more. So well, he was actually sort of ruling, you know, almost distancing himself from from the, the hopeful ultimately hopeless long punch yeah, forward it was, in the first it was interesting half. there was a lot of um, Manone playing it short out, out from his yeah. goal kicks his throws and whatnot, which you don't associate with Allardyce but you can only associate with Manone either <laughs> no with a very well I'll tell you what I'd prefer to see him doing that than yeah, kicking yeah. it long because he can't do it can he how much praise do we need to give Manone then we've been critical this season of Pantelimon but we've been um, I think it's safe to say uninspired by the thought of Manone replacing him perhaps a bit harshly because he was played the season a couple of years ago but this he hasn't shown much, has he? Probably since the the eight nil loss to Southampton. Really he looked confident again, didn't he? That, that yeah. punch he came out for, with to the end. That's the mark. And I did, and I did wonder when, when when he was put back into the Man City uh, for the Man City game, and, and, and people were asking the question then, like it's a strange decision just to change your goalkeepers like that because of Pantelimon hasn't been great. But what has Manoni offered or showed 
to show that he, he deserves a chance. However, you know, Allardyce then sort of suggested, didn't he, that Manoni was the one who was knocking on his door and asking. So I guess that's something if, if you... If you're going to be confident in your own ability, mm, so he needs yeah. praising for it, doesn't he? And, and oh, yeah. Pick, Pickford coming back, maybe. maybe like on his way. Well, you'd certainly think one of them, wouldn't you? And well, at the you, moment you in time, you wouldn't think the one who he's chucked back into the team, well, unless you, he's putting him in the shop exactly, window. yeah. But uh, but then you would you, de- you would you, you do you, that? Would you risk denting the confidence of your number one goalkeeper just because you were hoping the other one <clears> might get? A, bit, a buyer that seems like very risky well Pantelimon seems like the more saleable asset doesn't he I would say so because of the length of the contract he has yeah, and he's been in the team a lot more yeah I think he's a good backup goalkeeper somewhere but I don't see him going to another club as a first choice unless it's one in a similar sort of position as we been we linked are. with Villa hasn't has he, he? Well, there you six go, million then. was a rumour not bloody about. hell Which, if if, if they offer that <laughs> well, snap their hands off well even like three or four million considering he's a free transfer but his wages aren't exactly tiny, considering he's yeah. coming from Man City as well. If you've got Pickford and Minone, you're happy to go with Minone at the end of the season. Not the worst bit of business in the world, is it? If you can reinvest that in a player where we need it, yeah. fill the position. Minone is, you know, he doesn't necessarily inspire with a load of confidence, but he's not. I don't think he's as bad as maybe he's like. I've made out in the past. <laughs> others have. He's, I was thinking of what you going to say. Yeah, well, I've, I've, give us I've, I've, I've had a dig at him before, and his kicking's absolutely appalling. I mean, his kicking makes Pantelimon's look good, but he seems like a likable bloke as well, doesn't uh, he? There's yeah. something about him you, you mm-hmm. can't help but like want him to do well. Not that I'm saying Pantelimon isn't. <laughs> I just yeah. I've never like been quite a Romanian bloke. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not racist. <laughs> just keep keep them thoughts for yourself. <laughs> no, but this, uh, Pantelimon's never. I've never taken to him. I can't explain why. I think it's something. Something about him where I've never been entirely convinced. Minone had like the the cup semi final, didn't he? See, like, I really rated like Pantelimon last year. Do we? Do we? Uh, um, I think shot stopper, he doesn't move his feet fast enough often. We said sometimes he gets beat too easily, especially mm. by his knee post and stuff. But coming out, talking about commanding the area and coming for a ball, I don't think I've ever seen that. As, as He's done, not done, done as well. No, this season he hasn't, no. Yeah. But last season I don't mm. think I'd ever seen a keeper do that no. as well ever for Sunderland. Um, but I guess if, you, if you're not doing that as well, then he didn't have enough in, in, in reserve, did he, to, to sort of... He can't go and play on, can he? And, I, and I don't think he can go and like knock on on Allardyce's door and, uh, and sort of demand to be put back in the team or anything well, like th- that. Think about who <clears throat> Allardyce has had in goal uh, for most of his managerial career. It wasn't a big six foot odd goal. It was just Yaskalai, yeah. who stature wise is closer to Manone. Yeah, yeah. Manone mm. really. And if you think about what we've ju- you've just been saying, Rory, about like he's not a dinosaur, and he's very statistics driven and stuff. And what's he mostly interested in from his goalkeeper? Stopping the other team scoring, and if he yeah. thinks Manoni is better equipped to do that because he can make save more shots, then that's who he's going to go with. And I'm sure it, it's not just based on a whim. He'll be looking at statistics. He'll be looking at all sorts of videos and what they do in the area when they do it. And I think Yaskalainen was quite a puncher as well. And like you say, that punch yeah. from Manoni was, you know that. That I don't. I never. I used to think Yaskalainen was quite an overrated goalkeeper, by the way. But managers just have certain types of players that they like, and he's been around the block not long enough, sort of thing. Mm. Where you think, well, that's just the type of goalkeeper he probably likes. I'm not saying Manoni is exactly the same as him, but certainly got more in common with him than Pantelimon yeah, does. Yeah, and I think. But when you're looking at distribution, that's what Pickford's known for, even at this early stage, isn't it? And I think. Mm. Not to go on about the the upcoming game too much, but if he's going to change his side about, you might even see him on Saturday. 
I'd like to. No, no harm done. Like nothing. <laughs> Listen, he was five mil. He has three hell of Well, yeah. You can't you can't put him in and let his confidence get smashed because well, he's played an, yeah. four kids in front of and him. And that's an interesting call, isn't it? Because as, as well, again, he, he might want to look at Tom Beelan for this, for similar reasons. On one hand, you think it's a good chance to go and see these kids play and stuff, but you've just said that you can't. You can't. For example, if you're going to go with those two, you need some experience around them. You can't just throw them in. Against Arsenal, away from home. I think it'll be Quatters and Nail uh, Shit. Yeah. Do you? I think I think it'll go with the two. Yeah, interesting. And fullback, you might see Edlin and maybe Jones at left. We'll back. finish up on on the fullbacks then. I know you just mentioned that. Um, what do people think? Similarly, the way I look at Adam Johnson, his performance. Uh, I've saw some people say that they thought Billy Jones played well. What do people think? Because again, I, I think he's. A bit of a weak link. Oh, I thought he was good. Solid seven out of ten. Nothing spectacular, but decent. He wins a lot in the. Do people year. think Yedlin's better or Jones? Jones. I prefer Jones to Yedlin. Yeah. Mm. Again, just a bit more solid than Yedlin. I don't think Yedlin, given that his supposed quality is going forward, i.e., he's quick, but he kind of pass a ball. Yeah. I'm not saying Jones mm. is brilliant at passing the ball, but he wins a lot in the air as well, and I think that'll go a long way with Allardyce. He'll like mm. that. Interesting. <clears throat> Left back. Then we'll finish on our good old good old friend Patrick. Uh, yeah, we've always defended Van Arnold, to be fair. However, until the last few weeks, I think, uh, uh, just I've gone from like sticking up from all times, you know, you know, I can see the potential he's got, to when I start looking at this recruitment more, and unfortunately he's one of the players we've brought in to improve the side, and, and, and mm. he hasn't, ultimately. Um, no. <laughs> and I, I, again, I thought he was quite shaky before he scored. That obviously settled him down. Not a, not a fan of him putting his finger on... Uh, on his lips when he scored. I don't right? think he I was. Know. I think was he not doing a sort yeah, of weird he did the thumb th- in the he mouth. Did, he did that when he scored he, he, against. He did it. He did it very me. briefly. If you watch it, he did. Oh, right, I didn't he really did. Know it didn't last that. long, as if he thought realizes. Yeah. Maybe it's just instinctive that some players do ah, that yeah. when they score a goal. But people are generally happy with his performance as well. I thought after Catmore and V was our best player. But it's it's, oh, it's one of the most en- it's one of the most encouraging things that though, isn't it? Because the the we mentioned about the five at the back, and obviously. The worry about him or the concern about him is he can't play in a flat back four as a full back. So it's a, if he has a good performance, it's, it's it's more encouraging to see him yeah. play well than players in other positions. I think when he I, might go and buy a sign left back. When man. I think about him, is I, I can't obviously he scored, <clears throat> but other than that, I can't remember him that much, which is probably a good thing where he's concerned. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's just got on with it, hasn't he? He's you just, haven't noticed he's meandering. Yeah, like running into the middle of the pitch for no reason, chasing the ball. That's <laughs> I always go back to the very first game and when you and Gareth were saying he, saying he was meandering about. <laughs> well, he, it was he, against West Brom, wasn't it? looked like he'd learned how to play left-back off Andrea De Sain, Andrea De Sain <laughs> you know. The free roll from left-back. And that's never... Just mutilate someone as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's never, ever a good reference, though. <laughs> uh, not as well as that. Yeah, I was sort of De Sain, was like sort of... He thought he was Roberto Baggio and just didn't realise that you couldn't do that at left-back. So I don't know what does that make Van Arnold seed off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. In right. his own head. We're going to wrap this up now unless anybody has any anything else you want to say. No. Looking, so, well, looking quite talk, vacantly, the two of you. I, so I, I'm, I'm speaking of stuff we were talking about online, what, what do you think of their support? I thought they were pretty good, <clears> considering <throat> the situation. Yeah. I thought, Yeah, <clears> I thought they were, they were loud and supportive until... It turned. Yeah. The going um, down with the Villa song was quite that good. That was funny, yeah. There was a few of those, like... Yeah. Yeah. 
they annoy me the the my lord thing yeah that's I, I'm, I'm not having that and, I'm, and, and 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 do you know what they sing every year as well we shall not be moved now this year you could say the bottom <laughs> and they're doing it like ironically but they're not because no, they, sing, they sing it every year you play them in a mid-table clash yeah. and they sing and we shall not be moved and I always think why are you singing that I don't you should not be moved that was a song in the cup normally yeah. or if you're like top of the league yeah. Yeah. that's why I'm saying like bottom now you could say like they was doing it ironically <laughs> but it's not because they do it every year I, I don't get that no, no. no. I actually think Watford should them like for the best support we've had this season. They were really, considering how far the small club. I thought were really loud. I mean, I brought up quite a lot as so well. It's yeah. different for me because it depends where I'm sitting. Well, I'm sitting. if I'm sitting in my seat, it is the north stand, so you can hear the away mm. fans. Whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. you, you, I guess it would be better to speak somebody to the other side of the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Just you can't hear the away fans. When I was mm. in the south stand, it, people would say such and such fans were great, and you'd barely heard a peep. It doesn't travel. I've moved mm. from. Northeast corner to pretty much on the halfway line mm. now, and it's not like you can hear them like a lot less now. It definitely doesn't. I, I wonder what it's like on the pitch. It must be interesting, like mm. see if it does actually sound does transmit. Mm. I think it will better on the pitch because the the managers right. often mm. comment on the, on the on the support, don't they? So yeah, right. Okay, well that was a little bonus episode for people because we won and we don't know when it's going to happen <laughs> again. Enjoy, uh, and even if we do beat, um, <laughs> just to be really like pessimistic, even if we do beat Arsenal, it's only a cup game and we need Premier League points. Only a cup game. Well, if we went down and won the I'm FA not, Cup, I'd take that. Like. Would you? Well, I'm not. One, yeah, mm. no. I'm I'm a, another trip to Wembley. I'd rather mm. I'd rather win something than just plod along doing this every season. Mm. And, moaning about <laughs> getting beat off Watford 1-0 at home and stuff like that <laughs> you're telling me staying up every year well you've got it this time because you're going to make what, 3 billion find, pounds you won't get an argument who cares I don't yeah. see it doesn't go in no. my pocket you won't get an argument from me on it no absolutely not we're not getting into all the, all the money in that now in modern football Craig like you have a run well, just like send that. your remember that Wembley day and tell me you don't want that yeah. weekend again yes no, I, well, you're, you're you preaching, get two trips to Wembley this time you're as well preaching, you're preaching to well, the converted right, here finish on this my mate Colin reckons we'll go down third bottom Newcastle second bottom but it's alright because next season but beat them twice and then play them in the playoff final <laughs> and as he put it it'll be a logistics nightmare yeah <laughs> We've, to be honest we have me and my uncle used to have discussions about that saying if someone this was back when you play a semi-final on a neutral ground. I know you play Wembley, yeah. but this would be a random neutral ground across the country. And we'd always say, where would you play it? How could you police it? You couldn't. How could, you yeah, can how imagine you... the service stations on the way down. Maybe, maybe that's why they're doing that on Saturday with us both, like with us going to Arsenal and Wofford, yeah. Ready for the playoff final next season. They've been listening to your mate Colin, yeah. that's why. Of course, the difference, plan this logistics of course, nightmare. Of course, the difference is you have... <laughs> 4,000 fans from the North exactly. East making uh, that trip on this occasion you could have like 8,000 can you imagine all you think what yeah. it was like for that weekend mm. in the League Cup final and obviously Newcastle have had Cup finals a longer time ago and you just think what it would be like the amount of people it's so rare for these clubs to get anything like that the amount of people that would be down there who weren't even going to the game oh, God, oh, and right. then add on to that the extra people who would go down just because it was a derby so they'd want to be there for the, the trouble that would inevitably kick off the whole place would just be a war zone. It would be on lockdown. You'd be like, I'm excited. You'd, you'd be like weirdly <laughs> proud of it all, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're standing there just like, my people. Yeah. <laughs> Something for the Metropolitan Police. Have a second. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening. All right. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.